Hi, Lisa Jane here, your host for the seven principles of self-care. I first designed these because I implement the seven principles into my life and I had a lot of people asking me questions why I'm always happy and feeling healthy and also if I'm ever feeling chaotic, how I get myself out of it. This week it's all about pacifying and I have Dr. Kushtil Choksi with me who is an Ayurvedic practitioner. What's going to be fantastic about this, this is one of my major subjects that I love to teach but also implement into my life. We're going to look at how to pacify imbalances within the mind, the body and spirit. So let's bring her on and start this discussion. Hello, Kushtil. Thank you for joining me. It's great to see you. Hi, Lisa. Thank you so much for giving me an opportunity to come here and introduce myself at the Ayurvedic Talk. Yes, and you are my golden person to talk about the principle of pacifying. Uh, Kushtil and I, we met four years ago, and I'm on this amazing journey of holistic health for self-care. And when I met Kushtil, she opened my eyes to understanding what pacifying means on a deeper level when it comes to your mind, body and spirit. And so first of all, Ayurveda is the area that uh, she specializes in. So we'll start at that point and explain to us, Kushtil, what, what does it mean when, um, when we say Ayurveda? Um, first of all, the word Ayurveda. It's like um, because of the Sanskrit and uh, it's uh, spell uh, A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-A. So we just pronounce it Ayurveda. Actually, the word is Ayurveda. So, and uh, Veda is everyone knows most of the people that um, Veda belongs to India. So Veda is like a olden culture, the textbooks so of blah, blah, blah. But the thing is why uh this connection ayurveda or holistic science has come from the vedas so there is a little story behind that uh, when people are comes in existence like as a human being they go here and there and they started to build a house and stay into house they are not roaming around on the earth they just try to settle down at one place. And that's what, that was a big mistake. They just settled down, they big, build a little house, they just settle down, start growing like a farming and things to own the food and things. And that's where the problems comes in existence, physically, mentally, and other as well. How does this all problems comes in existence? the wise people from that era comes under one tree and they just make a discussion like how we do discussion now. They said, oh, you know, everywhere, wherever we go, uh, I am hearing that physical issues, mental issues are always there. People are becoming more and more sick. Why is that so? And something we have to conclude or we, we need some ways to come out of it. And that's where the question answering comes in existence. They just 
a wise wiser person give advice that you should do you should follow these things in your routine life you should follow this way you do some yoga you do some this how you, how you eat how you sleep how you do like that type of things and that all con concluded part called ayurveda wow yeah that's that's amazing how that's how it all came about because the way i've learned is through books and um it no nowhere yes. in text explains that it just explains that it is a holistic wellness system um yeah and yeah so your yeah. way of explaining it makes sense of how and this one is millions of years ago yeah and this one is like uh, more than five thousand years ago so it's and, and it's back to in that centuries they written this all things initially it was like um, someone is asking and the guru the spiritual master or the master of that particular area giving answers and word of mouth this tradition called word of mouth guru shishya parampara and that's where it comes to a human being one person is getting all the knowledge and passing to other in that way is all different different modalities like how we have uh, nowadays in modern science that some uh, are the pediatrician some are the psychologist some are the gp some are the surgeons you know so everyone is uh, spread out in a different areas just like that in that era as well they discussion the discussion happened in this way and they just conclusion everything is concluded that's why it's called ayurved it's not a medicine in science ayu means life ved means knowledge so nowhere it mentioned it's a medicinal science it's called holistic wellness well-being mm, beautiful yes so i always refer it to uh, knowledge of life and longevity because when you yeah. implement the practices that's when you truly do understand um, and I, I, I keep saying Ayurveda, but I'll try, I'm still learning every time I see you still, I try and pronounce it the way she does. Um, but yes, I'm from the Western world. <laughs> no, absolutely fine. I'm, because I'm also working with the Westerners. So I'm also telling in their own tongue, so they won't feel some miserable. So I also sometimes tell Ayurveda, yoga, like that. So they feel more comfortable in that way. I think that's a really good um, strategy to take because when people are new to ideas, they can yeah. stay away from reading into it or doing research if they don't feel comfortable. And that's the first step is, you know, saying Ayurveda. When I first went into it, I was fine with saying it like that. But then when I learned that's not the right way, I just stopped saying the actual word and started talking about the yeah. foundations. And that's not really healthy when you're living a holistic lifestyle. Yeah. So now that we've spoken about um, Ayurveda, Ayurveda um, there are different foundations that make up what it is. So what is, what is something that we could first start with? What is the first foundation that would be a good, good way for our viewers and our listeners to learn about, to understand the principle of pacifying? 
first of all, balance yourself. So pacifying comes, what's the meaning of pacifying is, you are not in a right track. You need something to adjust or assimilate in yourself. Or yes. we can say, I have to go on right track. That's called pacifying, I think. So that means you are accepting yourself not on right track. So to come back on track means what's your daily routine? What's your lifestyle? What type of job are you doing? What are the people surrounding you? To whom you are taking care of? To whom taking care of yourself? Like somebody taking care of yourself. So how they are, what they are, what they are doing, right? So this all things matters. It's not only physical level. Physical level also helps. Uh, sometimes physical problem comes from the back to mind, subconscious mind. Mm. So pacifying uh, subject is quite, quite bigger than we understand. But uh, I would like to say physically, mentally, and spiritually, these three parts, we need to take care of it physically, how our lifestyle, how our uh, body language, how our work, how our how we are taking care of everything in physical right. level. Yeah, that's so, right. mental level, like mental level, we can say uh, what I am thinking, what my thoughts are, how my thoughts made out of. That's all coming in the mental state. So we'll start emotionally. With, we'll start with the yes. mind because mind, body, spirit is the three yeah. foundations that we're going to start with when it comes to pacifying, which means to balance when you're feeling in balance, yes. when you're thinking in yes. balance and spiritually yes. when, when you're, well, your spiritual self, we'll talk about that a bit later, but when you're feeling in balance in, in your wholeness, yes. that's why I find that when we self care, it's important to pacify. So in the first section, we're talking about the mind. Mm -hmm. um, let's first talk about, an imbalance. What, what is an imbalance of the mind? What does it look like? Okay. Um, have you seen sometimes uh, people driving a car but, and they are listening some good audio book. At the same time, they are giving answer on the phone. Have you seen somewhere? Lots of people driving the phone, driving yes. and on the phone and the kids are screaming in the background and they got, they're trying to look out to see where they're going, make sure that they get home in one yes. piece. What did it suggest? Let me know. What do I suggest? <laughs> now, what do you feel? Oh, what do I they feel? Are in, yeah, they are in balance or not? Well, it depends if someone's able to multitask all that and be okay with it. Absolutely. Understandable. Yes. It's fine. However, if the kids are screaming and they've got the radio going and it's chaotic on the road, well, straight away, it's going to actually blow up their minds. They're going to feel overwhelmed, frustrated, irritated, and impatient. And That's called thing, imbalance. Wow. That's called imbalance. Easy. Easy. Yeah. So what's a way to to pacify the mind when you're feeling one, one time, one task at a time. That's called pacifying formula. 
So you're in the because car, your kids are screaming, the music's on, the road's chaotic. What you can't control, oh, that, that's what I'll get at. Control what you can. What you can't control, let it be. So the road with the chaos yes. of the people driving Absolutely. around, you can't control that. However, you Absolutely. can turn the radio off and you can speak yep. to your children so they can stop screaming. Perfect. See? That's we the all first know part of pacifying. Okay. Perfect. Interesting. That sounds like um, something simple that we can say we can do, but when you're actually in that moment of chaos, how do yeah. we become aware that that is actually happening? Because that's really hard for a lot of people that are going through that yeah. overwhelming state all the time. Yeah. So that for that thing, I always suggest to my clients as well, whomsoever are suffering with stress, anxiety, tensions, especially fast IT world people, they are always in front of computer and no matter what time it is, they need to contact with uh, American time, sometimes Indian time, they need to match and they need to work with whole around the world. And they don't have any idea, they have had their lunch or dinner or doesn't matter what time they are working. So in this all problem, they need to understand where they are going. First of all, just make a boundaries of what they can do and what they can't do. Okay, so in saying that, when you're in the chaos is not a good time to work Take a decision. Out. It's before you fall into that chaos. So I would then think that if you're in the chaos, it is happening. When you get out of the chaos, by the time, like you get home, you, you, all the kids are jumped out, you feel like pulling your hair out, but you know, oh my God, I don't want that to happen ever again. A good mm. idea would be, okay, now let's plan for next time Yes. how to prevent this. And how to prevent it would be talking to your kids before you start the car. Okay, guys, we're going out for the drive now. Helping them to be sorted in their car. Do they need books to read or do they want to draw? If it's up to you, some parents like to give the iPads yep. um, or play, give them games to play in the car. Yep. And then the time is really important, Kushdil, I find too, because music can set, can trigger and set off your overwhelming feeling. Um, and also you're right, knowing where you're going, where you're driving yes. through. So you already have a pre-planned of... of pre-planned is the best thing. Yeah, pre-planned is the best thing. But somehow, if not possible, some accident can happen anytime. So... We need to be aware for the accidents as well. It's okay. It can happen. So at that time, our mindset should be there. It's okay. Accident, this is an accident. So we need to accept it. Yes, and accepting is, can be quite difficult to do and acknowledging what's happened. Yeah. And, acknowledging and that things. makes you more grounding than overwhelming. This okay. is what I experienced in my life, that how we can acknowledging ourselves that, okay, this is, maybe this is going to happen like this way. So accept it. And then it's suddenly your mind is a bit grounding and that's where you can start thinking, okay, 
now what next? Very good. So on a more general level, because we've just used an yes. example, on a general Absolutely. level, when you're in the chaos, um, it's okay to, to allow, to understand today as you're listening to this or if you're watching this, that whatever is happening for you, either if it was in the past, if it's right now, or you're thinking about a future, it is okay. And whatever you're feeling, to acknowledge that and accept that 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 it's okay to feel like this. It's human nature of us to feel it. To help us to pacify what is happening, take that moment and look at, um, so I'm keeping it general, look, communicate with the people around you, make a plan yes. how you're going to get from A to B and, yep. um, and also keep that mindset of whatever happens, it's, it's part of the plan. This is what's meant to That's happen. That's it. That's it. And that's where we can come forward with lots of um, different modalities. We can work with different, different areas that, yes. and easygoing. We no need to put in efforts to do this and that. And multitasking is not a, at all a task. It's a not a good way to work done. You know where, when you do multitasking things. If I talk with you at the same time, so I receive some of my guests at my place and at the same time, if I uh, check my emails, never going to happen. It's um, with multitasking, it's very masculine energy, uh, problem solving uh, kind of way in being. I know being an entrepreneur, I can multitask. However, I don't feel in those times. The feminine energy, you know, the yin and the yang don't work together. I'm just focusing on one and doing the one thing, but a lot of different things. But I definitely know I can't be having a deep and meaningful conversation with my headphones as I'm vacuuming and cleaning the house because that shows disconnection. And we spoke we spoke last week about the principle yeah. of connection, and it's really important when we're doing tasks. To, to be focused on that one task because you can, the other person will feel the disconnection, then your relationships break down. Absolutely. At the yeah. same time, you need to connect yourself with yourself. And that's if what I'm finding. You connect with yourself. If you connect with yourself, then only you can connect with others nicely. That's right. And so, with the pacifying of the mind, I love the yeah. concept of being okay with it, creating a plan of how to get from here to there and communicating yeah. with whoever you need to. So moving along now to the body, pacifying the body. This is quite interesting yeah. because this is where I would start to think food starts to get involved, herbs and spices, fruits and mm -hmm. vegetables. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. let's talk about a state of imbalance to start with when it comes to your physical body. What does that yeah. look like? So... It's very interesting. Uh, when I first started to learn Ayurved, uh, and the first year in my university and my uh, golden days, <laughs> I it it was really miserable person we are because we learned chemistry, physics, biology into school up to year twelve. And suddenly our whole world has changed. It's complete spiritual, holistic well-being science. 
So there is no physics, no chemistry, no biology comes in existence. Straight away we jump into five elements. So we need to find where the chemistry, where the physics is. <laughs> yes, and until elements. Yes, so that five elements called physics, and that physics help us to become a human being. That five elements is um, space, air, fire, water, and earth, which we are all made out of. And that uh, five elements theory makes us another world. We, we, we are always in another world. We are just out of the world because this theory, no one can understand at that time. And mm -hmm. wherever we go, wherever we explain them, it's very hard to adopt it in a routine life. And then our physics and chemistry help us to understand this five elements theory. And yes. that's where it's quite deep down. <laughs> yes, so, understanding yeah. your own elements um, is a good start. So how, yes. how do we then, so when it comes to feeling in balance to then pacify, what's the next step? So we know our five elements. How do we then find out what we are made up of? Because Yeah, so that's a good question, Lisa. It's like everyone is made out of a very unique um, elements bondage. That's called tridosha, like bioenergy. Some people say it's bioenergy. Some people say it's in our Ayurved terminology, we call it um, prakriti. Prakriti means constitution. So each and every person has a physical and mental constitution. So how that person look like, how that person walk, how that person would like to walk, how that person approach with different people. According to this, all things, we have uh, uh, 10 types of examinations. So we do give some question answer. We feel the person, we feel his hair, we feel touch the skin. Uh, we ask some question about loo and poo and hunger and uh, some aches and pains and lots others. So it's all like a modern science is doing blood pressure and pulse and, and some different types of blood checks and reports, different types of reports. Just like that type of examination, I read also mentioned uh, back to like, around six, 7,000 years ago. The urine examination, stool examination, everything is mentioned. On top of it, when person comes to you, you can identify what constitution according to that appearance of the body and like that. Yeah. So try to try to identify like that way. And I, I would suggest that if you would like to know what your constitution, rather going on Google and ask Google, jump on uh, internet and uh, do the analysis constitution analysis. I know lots of um, forms are there. You fill in the forms and they send you email that, oh, congratulations, you have done this and this, and you are this type of constitution and they send you, keep sending you different types of uh, 
foods and uh, how to follow this season and that season it's go not gonna work at all I um, totally agree with you there are so many questionnaires out there that when I yeah. first got into this over 10 years ago it would always come up different all the time hmm. because um, everyone every of the companies have different kind of questions um, yes the, the, when I studied it uh, two or three years ago intensely I have mm -hmm. these hundred questions at least is like a hundred questions to ask and the pulse reading is really important as well and depends on if your legs are crossed or if you're lying down sitting up it always changes depends on what's happening in that day as well so I think the best mm. way people are watching and want to know what your dosha is i'm going to put a link up for you to make an appointment with kush deal because she'll be able to run it through and work it out with you what your um what your dosha is and then at least then you know what what you are what who you were created to be because that's your dominant for me i've got my dominant but at sometimes if i'm in balance other doshas start to play in and then yeah. there's ways to pacify with foods to bring yourself back to balance so yeah. can, we, can we talk about that next step, step now, Kushdeel? Sure. How does food do that? How does food pacify our emotional... Yeah. So as I said, how our body made out of five elements, not only our body, in this universe, each and everything made out of five elements. How amazing. It is. So all food, <laughs> what we drink. Everything we can consume is made up of those elements. Not even everything. You can just turn around and there is a salt, there is, I think, a salt lamp behind you. That salt lamp also made out of five elements. Just yes. thing is, just thing is, uh, there is a, um, earth element is quite higher. And that's why you can physically touch it. You can feel it. But if you put it into a water, what happened? That salt going to melt. So what's in there? Water going into water. Hmm. Right? Exactly. So yeah. Then, yeah. And then when you, when you give some fire, you are putting that things on top of the fire. It's going to evaporate. That means it's dissolved as like air. And once it's going into air, uh, you can't see it. So it's, it, it's just mixing with the space. So in that way, each and everything on this earth, on this universe, made out of five elements, just a little bit ups and downs are there. Yes, and even like... Just in like that. Then yeah. nature, we have our doshas as well in the seasons. So we've got our mm. doshas with us and doshas in the seasons as well. And that's when you look at the seasons and you watch it changing from summer to autumn to winter and how, yeah, the weather goes up and down and becomes dry, becomes moist. We are just the same as what seasons are. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So just like that, uh, our food is out there made with the taste how we can feel it with the taste definitely chili is spicy salt is like a salty lemon is a soury so because of the different taste we can realize that okay this is the different taste and 
how that taste made out of. It's so again, even, even tastes are made up of the five elements. Yes, the two combination of uh, elements made different different taste. Yes. So sweet, sweet made out earth and water element. So if you are very bulky, very huge, why people are saying no for the sweet? Because earth and water mixed together become muddy. Muddy is like a thick and it's not gonna work together. You need to fire, put some fire so water can eliminate and earth become a separate and that earth element is very lighter like a dust right yeah so just like that when we want to lose the weight or weight management program never use sweet sugar basic element well if we're looking at a type of dosha for people that are overweight generally would it be if earth and water are the um, elements that they have a lot of um, which dosha is that for the earth and water? There, there, there is a couple of misunderstanding is also there, Lisa, because we can see the balloon with air also become a bigger. Oh, okay. Right? So either it's heavy or light. And other thing is you can make a balloon bigger with putting water instead of air that's also become a bigger mm. so which balloon is heavier air one or water one the water is heavier definitely water is heavier just like that we need to find out first that weight management program is working for the sweet side like uh, earth and water is higher or air is higher because both has a complete opposite treatment mm. complete opposite pacifying rules and regulations so if i think that earth and water i am higher in earth and water and i need to try not to have a sweets definitely i end up with bigger body because yes. it's increasing air in my body yeah, so we can't just say anyone that's overweight is one type of dosha because Absolutely not. it could be the other dosha. So it's just Absolutely. the same with um, if, if you are an athletic person and you're thin but you're always angry, you wouldn't say that, oh, you've got a lot of fire in you because you don't know. It might be a mental thing and it might be more air. So there's yeah, lots yes. of areas to look at so I, I highly recommend booking in to see kushtil to work out what your dosha is um because as we said before it's very tricky online when you're in on google or just you know researching and reading through books um it took me i'll be honest it did take me a little while to really understand what my dominant dosha is because um like i said there was a lot of questions and some days i felt different to other days so then when you're talking about pacifying with the spirit, this is really interesting for me because we did speak about this and um, it's really wonderful to know how do we then balance and, and to, to help our spiritual self be grounded? 
It's a beautiful question, Lisa, because uh, in Western world, uh, most of the people knows that spirit means spirit, spirit. Like, um, not like ghosts and religions, yes. I mean, like ghosts and religions. Yes, yeah. yes. yes. So uh, in Ayurveda form of spirit is called Atma. Atma means which you can't see, which you can't feel, but still you, like feel means you can understand that feelings, something is there. But if I want to give a perfect example, uh, there, uh, there is a story which I always, I always keep in my mind. Our two-year-old boy, one day, sitting just uh, in front of the house, and there is um, uh, lots of people are taking uh, the dead body to cremation. And uh, as you know, the Hinduism believes in bury the body after death. Mm. So that people are taking that dead body to bury, all right? And the two-year-old boy asked his father why these people are carrying this other person. They said, oh, he is die. He already dead. And that's why they are taking him to bury. So two-year-old boy says, but why? That person is not going to burn himself? How they are putting him in a fire? And they say, once person died, they don't feel anything. So feel comes when you have a senses. And senses are works when they are connected with the organs. Senses and organs behind that, why that senses are there? just because of that spirit is there. If that spirit is not there, senses and organs never work. Okay, so when you say that, when we feel really sensitive um, mm -hmm. with, our, with our touch, but also feel sensitive with our emotions, is that what you're talking about? Is that linked together as well? When we're feeling no. highly? No, okay. Uh, as I said, who am I? means and my me and myself so this is my hand means my hand then who am i where who me so that's the difference if i understand that me myself is different than my body then definitely i don't get any problem with anything whatever happened in my life. It's happened with this body. Say for example, I got a problem. Say for example, someone got a cancer. Right? His body get a cancer, not himself. So right? the, imbalance, the imbalance would be is when people start to actually take it on they start to take it on too much that it's their, they're not their spiritual self. 
Yes. That they're taking it on them. They're taking it on too much on themselves. And that's where the overwhelming part comes into it and everything starts to become chaotic because they're not separating their spiritual self yep. to them from their body. Yes. Interesting. And that's where the healing starts. That's where say, healing starts. As soon yes. as we, we realize that our spiritual self, our body and even our mental self is all different. Different? Yes. Interesting. You're blowing me away. So in my mind, <laughs> I'm thinking now about how do you pacify your spiritual self? Well, you it's not just focusing on the one. You've got to focus on the yeah. three areas. So mind, body, and spirit, you've got to do it all together. Yes. Together. Yes. So going back to the start, when you gave that analogy mm -hmm. of mum in the car, the kids are screaming, the radio's on, it's chaotic on the road. Yes. Mind, body, and spirit is all happening at that one time. And to pacify all the areas is not just focusing yes. on the one. We need to make sure that we are pre-organizing ourselves. Yep. We also need to know what our dosha is so that we can pacify yep. them with the foods. And then yep. with our spiritual self, we've got to remember we are um, also ourselves. We're not just our body. Yep. We have our spiritual self as well. Yeah. Very interesting. So this area for self-care is quite big, but we can simplify it um, yep. down. Yeah, by talking about it, because communication is very important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so thank you so much, Lisa, giving me a chance to share this knowledge uh, with you. And I hope whomsoever watching uh, this video, they would like to apply these things into their life. And I hope they could enjoy their um, holistic life. Exactly. Thank you so much. I love living a holistic lifestyle. It's made my life a lot better now becoming a single parent. Before, when I was doing it while I was married, it was a lot trickier at that time because I not only had to think for myself, but for everyone around me that wasn't mm. practicing or implementing these modalities as a single yeah. mom, it's helped me get through my chaotic times of being separated and going through settlement and parenting plans. However, now when chaos happens, I'm able to mm -hmm. bounce back a lot quicker and I'm a lot happier and healthier for it too. So I, I truly do um, would love anyone that's listening that is viewing this, if you're thinking about um, implementing this holistic wellness, uh, Ayurveda, <laughs> is that how I say it now? Ayurveda? Yes, perfect. perfect. <laughs> Into your lifestyle to, yeah, start researching and understanding it um, and where you can implement it into your life. You don't have to start straight away. Like for myself, it was just one little area. I started with the body and started looking at the foods and what the foods I should be eating. But today we've touched on mind and spirits, spiritual self, which works in harmony together when um, yeah. they become all balanced together when you work with them together. Yeah. Beautiful. Thanks again, Kushdil, Thank for you. coming. I appreciate it. And um, I will put links up for Kushdil's Facebook page. So follow her. She has an amazing newsletter that she puts out once a month, sometimes twice a month, where you can learn more about this. And so if you're interested, um, you can log on in her Facebook page and there'll be an area there for you to sign up. Yeah. And I just started my new adventure in uh, Melbourne CBD. 
So I am available once a week in CBD as well. So yeah, you can come and see me there too. Excellent. So what about for the people that are living in Melbourne? If they're interstate or overseas, how will they be able to reach you? Um, they can just call me straight away or you, they can jump on my website and book an appointment. Or if they would like more information, the best way to call me. Yep. So, so I can help you out with that. Yeah. Do you use Zoom or Skype for the people that are overseas? Yes, I do. Uh, I am using a Skype for my client from India, America, London, and they are quite satisfied with that. So, and they just, once on a track, they no need much help from the other doctors. They I know how to yeah. take care of themselves. Yeah. I will say Western and Eastern, the therapies, when it comes to understanding yourself, you do start to not need, you don't um, rely on, what you have been practicing in the past before you do start yeah. this uh, journey of Ayurveda and implementing it into your life. That's what yeah. I love. And it's, yeah, and it's not a one day journey. It's a lifelong journey. So, and nothing had to ha nothing being happened one day. Just we know that Rome can't build in one day, just like that. So we need to continuous practice. Yeah. So thank you everyone for joining me, learning how to self-care, putting yourself first to prevent illness, disease and conditions using today's modality of pacifying. Take care everyone. Bye. Bye.